This episode is brought to you by Podfading. You don't you subscribe to a show. You've been waiting for a show for months and it hasn't happened. You think, "Okay, um, that really sucks. Obviously the show has gone away." And then suddenly, magically even, you get a new episode. Holy cow, things are looking up. But then it's like a megabyte. Fuck. You know, you just know. Okay, that's their outro episode, right? That is their thing. There's no way they crammed all that show into that amount of time. Welcome to Sleeping with the Elephant. If these policies, in many instances, either reflect or take into account the proximity of the United States, living next to you is in some ways like sleeping with an elephant. No matter how friendly or even tempered is the beast, I can call it that, where one is affected by every twitch and grunt. Good afternoon or evening or morning, ladies and gentlemen. It is February 8th, 2015, and welcome to episode number 74 of the Sleeping with the Elephant podcast, where we put the U in color commentary. This is the show where... You know what? I'm a Canadian and American, we get together in harmony, so to speak, and just talk about stuff that goes on in our countries and how mostly how America affects Canada because, you know, mm-hmm. the great white hope isn't exactly storming the storming the wall to yeah. get over here. We just really want to leave you guys be because we're worried because you you always go get your guns. I just you should be. Yeah, you you got that straight. I am Paul Swickard, and with me is the resident Canadian Ryan Murphy. And oh my God, we're back! It's we're back. Long ass time. Everybody, we're back. No, it's, it's, it is uh, the 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 episode will only be a Meg, but that's only because <laughs> we screwed up the recording because I we've just, been gone so long. I. <laughs> I figured that would speak to our audience. It's happened to me more than once. Yeah, it's not fun when it happens, and you can see it a mile away. And and you know what? That's when the creator gives you a, you know, the the luxury of a proper goodbye. But no, we're and back. Not even that is always the case. Yeah, and usually it's like hiatus rather than pod fading, yeah. and no one likes the H word. I don't. I don't either. We were no, on but, hiatus. We were I don't, on vacation. I yeah, I wouldn't have called it that. It was really a combination of Christmas yep. and uh, just a, a myriad of things that are happening in both of our lives. I don't. I mean, I'm more than happy to take most of the blame for this. Oh but. no, no! I Christmas Christmas came, Christmas went. We had we had a, a wonderful holiday season. But as soon as I was back to work, I had a couple of weekends away for work, and then I had a weekend away to celebrate. Uh, to celebrate uh, one of my good friends, he's uh, he's going to be a father this month, oh. at the end of this month, so he wanted to have one final hurrah. We played some Dungeons & Dragons, we played some video games, we stayed up late, we had beverages, and uh, yeah. <laughs> you guys, you're like, oh, it's a secret. It's secret beverages. We're totally, totally within the confines of the law, mm-hmm. and yet somehow there's a social stigma about drinking alcohol. Well... That's well. It was mainly just, it was mainly just fizzy pop. I mean, let's no. I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, no, of the alcoholic persuasion, and uh, yeah, it's Canada. It's Canadian beer. It's all good stuff. Uh, I wish I had one right now. It's Sunday. Everybody likes a good beer on a Sunday. 
Yeah, I suppose that's true. But, Sunday uh, is a good beer time. Sunday's a good beer. Sunday, you know, my father, uh, he he's a Sunday drinker. He likes to have a rum and coke when he cooks dinner. So maybe that's what we need to do. We need to move the show, record on a Sunday afternoon, get our rums and cokes, and do that. <laughs> now, uh, a good number of things has happened since. A lot of things. Yeah, you know, most of it is not worth talking about at all. Well, but there are certainly yeah. some things that that caught our attention, and of course, one of those things being that North Korea specifically hacked Sony mm-hmm. to because of the interview. At least that's what they said. That uh, that came, that exploded, and that went like in in the span of uh, I in the news cycle. Absolutely, that's true. Yeah, and it's funny because uh, it was pretty quick, like. If we had been right back at it after the holidays, even then the news would have been pretty much done and over with. But uh, no, I I watched the interview. I rented it for New Year's Eve. I did not that get hacked. That got to Netflix t- quick, by the way. Way too quick, which is, yeah. I guess they didn't make enough money. Uh, I'm not surprised, to be honest. It's, you like, know what? It's, it's a Seth Rogen movie. It's a, it's a James Franco movie. It's not... It wasn't anything special. It was just you watched it, and it's like that's exactly what I expected it to be. I can understand why North Korea would be upset, but not let's spend oh, millions of dollars on hackers upset. Yeah. I see. I don't. I do not understand why they'd be upset. I, I understand why Kim Jong Un would be upset. But Kim Jong Un is North Korea. <laughs> like, well, let's not point, mix that's, words here. That's kind of my point. You know, whatever. Yeah, the we people make fun of other countries all the time we do we didn't get whatever I, I i don't really give a shit if north korea likes it or not especially like specifically north korea whatever i i don't care i do not care now i think that if i i don't know what is a better wake-up call to everybody that they need to do some heavy heavy investment on their security mm-hmm. like there's no you you don't have as much of a warning ever like if you don't are not doing it now you are doing yourself and everybody who might you might be <laughs> you might be using as a customer a tremendous disservice like it just i understand things things change constantly mm-hmm. hackers get better security gets better and it's this constant race it is never static ever no. you it can't just put up you a can't firewall just achieve security and be done yeah you are not one with security you just have to hire someone who uh, who knows knows it's a what moving they're doing. target? Oh, it's a very it's a very big moving target, and it's it's funny because Sony you'd think they'd be used to it by now. Like I know, I know they're well, separate. That you know the the whole conversation is like, well, Sony Pictures and Sony Games, very separate companies. And I'm like, yeah, that's not an excuse. You know, no, if you're if not. you're one of your your sibling companies or whatever gets infected by a hacker that should go up the chain and work its way back down like well yeah and i I I would i would argue that japan specifically has a hard time understanding what the internet is for americans so i think that plays a huge role in what's going on here it's just overall policy yeah I, it, I, it's funny. You see these Japanese companies; they like they like to hold on to the power, uh, as opposed to allowing like their own specific branches in other countries to sort of operate and and, and influence the way the company is run. Like Nintendo has this big uh, issue. Well, sure, Nintendo. It, that's absolutely true. Sony's got um, a lot better, but 
Yeah, I think I think that's true of a lot of companies. I don't think that's specific to Japan. I think no. They, but the problem is, is when from the top down you have horrible policy, then things get dumb. Like things get real dumb. Yeah. Yeah. And then everybody thinks they've done their job, and then that's it. And then mm-hmm. they stop, and then everybody gets hacked. True. <laughs> yeah. Uh, North Korea. Am I right? I well, really want to see. I, I haven't heard anything, but after it happened, we watched um, Team America in their honor. Good. And I'm – I really – is it wrong to hope for a sequel? I oh. really want a sequel. I don't think it's going to happen in a, like for a couple of reasons, but I, I really want it. Do you want I it? need a response. But would any con- – would any – sorry. Would any production company want to touch that? Like touch, That's my point. Touch North Korea – like no. going after North Korea. No. I not even close. No, like nobody like wants. Vi- like you know, Comedy Central, who owns South Park, who owns, is owned by Viacom. There's no way. So now, there's no way Viacom is going to go after that. Could they not? Well, I know like the Team America is probably like owned by the production company now, or they have some stake in it that they couldn't go out and make it themselves. But the yeah, Parker, I know, that's they, a good they point. Actually, you brought that up. I I don't know which production company ran uh, the. I would assume. It's Paramount. I, mean, I would assume Paramount. But. Yeah, it is Paramount. But I wonder if those guys, those the South Park creators, they got to be rich enough that they could fund the movie, finance the movie themselves. Probably. Yeah. I don't, and they are crazy enough to do that. But uh, who knows? I yeah. I, when when these things get into the limelight, mm-hmm. I you know it's hard for Trey Parker and Matt Stone to not talk about it. So yeah. I, I I guess it's one of those things that we'll have to wait and see. I can tell you what, and this is inside information, people. Oh, I can tell you that as a result of said hackery, um, the feds have been, uh, we'll call it uh, co- uh, uh, counseling um, any production entity that may touch a movie at any given point. Really? Yeah. They're essentially trying to uh, inform people of what should be done and how things need to be done, that kind of thing. Interesting. I'm glad they're being proactive. I don't like most of these companies are massive and it takes years for them to do anything. So uh, we'll, we'll have to see, but at least I'm, I'm glad they're trying to address this in some form rather than just (laughs) crossing our fingers and hoping everybody does the right thing. Yeah. You got to get started somehow. You got to, you got to get the ball rolling. Uh, Super Bowl happened recently, Ryan. It did. It and did, you yeah. know what? You and I, we may have talked about this before, but let's refresh memories. Uh, is, is the Super Bowl at all a thing for you guys? Like, do you even care? It's a huge thing. Uh, it's, it is. It's just okay. as big. It may be, Okay, I shouldn't say that. It's not just as big, but when you try to compare, like, any other country to the States when it comes to the Super Bowl, it's not really fair. But I, I'd probably put, like, Canada at, at second place in terms of, like, caring about the super bowl um there are lots of parties there's super bowl parties there are super bowl festivities at pubs and pub style restaurants um i watched it at a family gathering at a uh, at ashley's grandmother's it was uh-huh. on the background i don't usually care about football i still don't care about football but i did watch it the big difference is, is that is, uh, if you are bro- if it is you're watching it on a Canadian broadcast channel, then you're not getting the commercials. So Twitter only makes sense like three quarters of the time while you're watching the game. 
yeah, even even in the United States itself, sometimes they have local stuff play mm-hmm. for commercials. So sometimes somebody's going to make a comment that nobody else understands. Yeah, but yeah, that that does suck in a way. Like it, it, it it's weird to get those commercials and people be excited about them because it, it's like they're giving a blank check and like, okay, you have your resources. This is where you're going to put all your money. What you got? And people, you know, some of those are great. Some of them, like the Liam Neeson thing, I think hit the biggest. Oh, at yeah. least that's what people say. That was great. Um, the I think easily the biggest flop oh. is uh, Mr. Nationwide, and somebody got fired for that. I promise you. I want to be in that. I want to be in on the meeting afterwards. Like people just you know kind of shamble in on the Monday after the Super Bowl, and then some big exec comes in and says, "Okay, who the fuck approved the dead kid ad?" The dead, yeah, it's kind of it was kind of a weird choice uh, to go with the dead. A weird kid choice, a very odd choice. Like that's a fucking that's an understatement. It's sir. a very understatement. It's a big understatement. It was just dumb. It was it was it's it's it was dumb. real stupid. Do you know how many? Okay, let's do some quick interneting here. See, this is one of those things I wish I would have I wish I would have thought about beforehand. But okay, one of those things was a, a dropped flat screen television. What? Don't oh, you, right, right, right. Yeah, I watched it. I was trying to. It's been a while. I remember watching it. It was a, it was a dropped, a dropped flat screen. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. So <laughs> this was tw- this was two years ago. I'm lo- I'm looking this up on the fly. I apologize. Uh, tipping television sets, and let's see. I want to know the actual numbers of how many times. Of how many times somebody was killed from a dropped television set? Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, the report showed. Oh, <laughs> that's horrible. The report showed that 349 people were killed between 2000 and 2000, uh, 2011 by a falling television. How many? 349. 349 over, over the, the course, course of, of 11 years. years. 11 years. Yeah. Damn. And they put that in a commercial. They felt that well, was warranted. Well, this was see, this was done. I, I'm reading a study that was done uh, two years ago. But they put so, the 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 scenario. Maybe uh, flat screen TVs just been poorly produced after 2011. I mean, <laughs> and nationwide's just only, like trying to showcase the danger. I'm lo- I'm looking at my TV right now, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure the only way that thing is tipping over is a if someone tips it over, which is totally possible. Though yeah. I've like to think I've trained my son pretty well not to touch it. And two, if there's an earthquake here, that's the only way. Some yeah. either manual intervention or an earthquake. Right. That's that's it. I, I there's no other way unless they're like unless it's so poorly produced that like the the base gives out. But that's I the chance. Uh uh-uh. no. I, I the commercial. And, was in which just... case, by the way, if that did happen, uh guess who's getting sued? Lost Sony. Sony. That's who. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Sony. They could use uh, they could use the publicity. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just I I watched the commercial and and it's like nobody saw this it's like coming. Like the, this is very in poor taste. Like a lot of the jokes on Twitter. It, it was definitely the best one that had the jokes coming through. And I mean, for me, the commercials that I got on the Canadian feed were mostly like generic Canadian Ford commercials. And um, yeah. That's about yeah. it. <laughs> That's yeah. all I saw. 
It's unfortunate. I, I don't know. I, I just, God, I can't, I can't imagine that this has killed many. No, it's not. At least, it's, at least from what I'm reading right now, there are plenty of cases of people going to the emergency room because of this. But who? All right, I'm trying to understand who has who does this in such a shoddy way that the the television is at all in like I'm in fear of of falling on somebody. I don't get it. Is it shoddy workmanship by the part of the consumer or shoddy workmanship by the part of the TV producer? I don't get it. Maybe they just figured it was they it, needed one more and the rest made sense, but they just needed one more. What well would I mean back to the point. I who thought that this was worth highlighting in a in a in an insurance commercial? Well, the funny thing it's it's not funny, but it's tough to sell. It's tough to sell insurance and have a commercial that you know what? What are you going to have? Think that's true. No, no, no. Let's, let, 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 hear me out here. It's All tough right. to sell insurance. Like, what is the commercial going to have? Like, a dude in a suit having like two normies sign papers for the thirty second ad and be like nationwide. We'll sign. We'll get you to sign some papers. It'll all be all right. Or, or do you have some annoying chick like scream about like uh, what was it auto insurance get your auto insurance or it was that weird chick it was like a completely white uh, white office it was really weird but I don't what you don't know sure, like the progressive ahead. girl like or whatever is it progressive the really annoying one I is that there are plenty of annoying people I, I know I, there is a woman who is pro- it, does the progressive commercials? Yes, that's the, the okay. Those ones then, like okay. It, other than that, Flo? You could, hmm, that's her name, Flo. Oh, Flo. Yeah, I thought you said hello. It's like yeah, whoa, hello. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, other than that, you you they. I'm not saying they went in the right direction because the other direction is what they did. Rather than showcasing your employees and the service you offer, you're showcasing why you need uh, this insurance to to be covered when bad shit goes down. But nobody wants to think about the bad shit. You don't focus on the bad shit. Well, That's no, just of course dumb. not. Of course not. You Okay, this is what you have to do. All right. You have to present a problem and then offer a solution to said problem. But the problem say, is, is, is gross problem, and nobody and wants to think is, about it. This will, uh, of course, no one wants to think about it. But that's that's every commercial ever. Mm. You you are presented with a quandary, and whatever they're trying to sell is the solution to that quandary. That's it. I guess. So I, I, I guess my point is there are other more risky things that you will do with your day than falling television sets. That's my only point. So there should have been, they should have scrapped the TV one and put in like, I went bungee jumping or something. Your 12 year old boy went bungee jumping. I would consider something like, having a break-in i think that's you know people that's happened more likely oh the 12 year old got swatted on twitch wow that's dark <laughs> see that uh, nationwide you took, a, you took a weird turn there murphy well i'm just saying like it's yeah, which okay it's random dark. tangent is anyone else royally creeped out by the fact that the wii u randomly turns on no you can turn I, that off though it's it's I, offering you select deals I, it's creepy <laughs> It's not supposed to just start. Of course it is. I, I, all right. Whatever. I, and after realizing I've brought this up to the Nintendo apologists. 
I, well, I shouldn't yeah. be doing that. Anyway, moving on. Uh, it, it, Super Bowl. That was close to the coolest Super Bowl I've ever seen. <laughs> and I just mean like it, it, it was close. Everybody thought it was going to be close. Yeah. But, yeah. I just <laughs> – and I – Pete Carroll may have made the worst play call in history. But that aside – uh, there was a fight. <laughs> yeah, <I saw> that. <laughs> like you get you get that amount of turnovers in the last two minutes and a fight. I just oh, it's amazing. The, f- the fight was pretty. Uh, it's like somebody punched another guy who was wearing a helmet. Well, welcome to <laughs> hockey. <laughs> like that happens in hockey all the time. And I don't think football players like they don't fight, do they? They just not. No, they don't. Well, I'm sure they do fight. They, however. It's been a long time since I've seen that in, like, especially such a publicized game, but in football. I don't think I've ever seen, uh, I don't think I've ever seen a, a football fight before. I don't, I don't think I, it, like, yeah, it's, yeah, it, it was interesting. And I'm not going to talk anymore about that, Ryan. No. Is there, was there more you wanted to say? No, just uh, football. It's a thing that All happened. Right. It was a big event. And yeah, we'll see you at the uh, Stanley Cup. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm going to give you the choice of two. Your mm. two, to be exact. Oh, jeez. Sorry. Did you hear that nonsense? <laughs> I did. You hear that shite? Steam is Guess talking what? to you. It's Steam telling me that yet another freaking person wants to trade yeah. some sort of card. Trade. Is some freaking rando is calling, like just friending me, noticing that I had played Dota 2 once in the past year. You did. And saying, you have a card. Can we trade, please? I hate that. Sure. Sell it for five cents. I don't. I. After, I don't want to encourage this. Well, I think there have already been encouraged, Paul. Yeah, no, that's probably true. Uh you know what? Anti-vaxxers are in the news again. Yeah, they're big right now. My, and, gosh, I feel, I, I feel a bit remiss to bring this up, just because I feel like everybody's talking about it and it gets kind of old. Um, my only, this is relevant to me mostly because I have a two year old Mm -hmm. and I got to the part I hate about this the most is regardless of, you know, when I go into the doctor and they, we have the vaccination discussion. Sure. That wasn't by the way, a big deal. Not, I don't know what, five years ago, but whatever. It has become a thing where regardless of what I say, it's a social it's a social statement that's my problem i go in i say no i do not want vaccinations for my child i think it causes autism and all kinds of toxins <laughs> right, right. To unnamed toxins here or i go in and i say yes absolutely i want the vaxxers are crazy which i believe but there you <laughs> you're given a but choice I, for a reason it, but, but i i understand you don't it's not I, it's it not shouldn't a be a decision anymore that's what bothers me it's not a health decision no it's a it's cr- are a, you crazy decision for some right, reason are you crazy or are you not and I, I i don't know like i think a choice is important but no lumping you in with one crowd or the other based on a choice that you know like not everybody's a fan of jenny mccarthy here like by the way i lied there's a thing that bothers me more about this. Oh, the parents who make these decisions are not taking risks with their own health. They're taking risks with their children's health. 
Yeah. The child has no say in this. Wow. And uh, that pisses me off. I'm like, if you want to play fast and loose with your own medical decisions, go right ahead. If you want to, you know, drag race on the highway every single day and take that risk with your own life, mm-hmm. uh, you know what? Go ahead. But that, th- You're going to die, but have fun. That's something that that's extreme, but that's something that comes up every day when you're raising a child. Like your child, your child can't make a decision. Therefore, it's usually you know your beliefs that are passed down to your kids. At least sure. initially, until they get old and they they get older and the wiser and start to realize that man, my parents are crazy, uh, or they realize that hey, my parents did a pretty good job and I you know I don't agree with everything. But sure, and you're gonna take risks. Like you're gonna like I do so much more of these evaluations now but you have to like i i am i'm constantly thinking about what it is that he's gonna do that is gonna try and kill himself like it just is is part of the deal i never (laughs) thought about any of these things before i never thought about hey he's big enough to fit through those little those those that fence and fall five feet like he could totally do that (laughs) So I have to keep be careful. I have to think about like now when I'm in the car with him, I have to think about not only what am I doing, what is like he's back there. So okay, I have to reevaluate everything. I get all of that. I get it, but you're still making a choice that is affecting a person that has no say. And I'm sure they think they're doing the right thing. But like, man, yeah, I forget what it was. There was a there was a fellow who I think it was an author. Mm-hmm. I wish I could remember the name, but no, he. Uh, there was a famous author whose child died from. Oh, Dahl. Ronald Ronald. Ronald Dahl. Ronald. I think it's Ronald Dahl. Ronald Dahl. Sounds weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. But he had a child who died from the measles, I believe. It was either the measles or polio or something like that. But I mean, he was emphatic at the time about I didn't trust this thing, meaning the vaccine. This He called it like the shot. I didn't trust it, and my child died because of it. If you don't make this decision for your child, make it for yourself because you will not be able to live with yourself. It is, it is really hard, and I can totally see that. I can totally see where he's coming from. And man, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to suck. It's going to suck. And like yeah. there's... It's back – and by the way, Ryan Ryan brought this up and we were talking about this during the pre-show and we were both ta- – and I'm talking a lot. Sorry. We haven't done a show in a long time. It's – yeah. I was curious though as to where the – like it always seems to pop up every once in a while. It never right. goes away but it quiets down and then something happens to bring it back up. So I'm curious what has happened to, to uh, incur the wrath of Jenny McCarthy <laughs> and the view, uh, I guess. <laughs> I can tell you that – I can tell you that there's been an outbreak of measles in Disneyland, which is near me well, recently. So that I think is – and I think there's been a couple of outbreaks in um, – I want to say Boston, another major city where I think at least in Disneyland there's over 100 kids that got diagnosed with measles. Has there been any uh, deaths or I don't, is it- I, not that I've heard. Is it treatable? I don't know what. See, this no, is the thing. Like you think that kind of sucks, though. Yeah. Like once you have the measles, all you can really do is make sure you're, you know, the standard flu type stuff. And make sure you have fluids. Make sure you have this, that, and the other. I don't think it's treatable very much. So you just manage it and survive. It doesn't right. stick you around forever. Survive or you don't. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. So, yeah. So, I oh, it's it's it really makes me sad. And uh, this is a super depressing topic when you think about it. So, it is, but I, I have one more like I don't understand. I don't have kids and it's been a long time since sure. these uh, I've I've wood or I don't even know if I've had my vaccinations. I should ask my parents, I suppose. I'm sure I have, or maybe I haven't. I don't really know. But anyways, I should know. I feel like as I say this out loud, as the words are escaping from my mouth, I'm like, Ryan, you're being irresponsible. Uh, But, like, this is not like – is this on par with, like, the flu shot? People have issues with the flu shot as well, right? Or is flu shot Probably. something different? I would imagine that people have issues because you can't shot. be vaccinated for flu. The flu shot is like no. just is like an immunity thing. It boosts your immunity for okay. certain strains of the flu for a certain period of time. That but we time is generally in the winter because the flu is more popular. In right. Winter. But and, like vaccines, like the measles and polio and stuff like that. Like we, I think they. Those are like well, you will you, not get this if you have this vaccine. Right. At least that strain. The problem is, is that the more people get this, the more likely this is going to mutate. And if that happens, then people are going to get the measles that aren't weren't vaccinated for that strain of whatever. Now, that's a kind of nightmare scenario if that happened. Zombie apocalypse. Yeah, you heard yeah. it here first. So, I mean, people sure people have issues. I'm sure people have issues with the flu shot. But yes, generally you only need these vaccinations once, and you're good for your life. And this is how we're like, we're eventually through these vaccines and evolution and all that fun stuff, like measles would just be not a thing anymore. Right. It wasn't a thing, right? It was not a thing. Measles was non-existent four years ago. I forget what it was. I saw a chart not too long ago, Mm -hmm. but there were zero cases reported of the measles one year. None. And that is, gosh, that number's gone up, needless to say. Yeah, it's 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 unfortunate, but the but the reason that we that we're talking about this is I found an article, I found a Canadian perspective on this whole Jenny McCarthy thing. Uh, oh yeah, featuring this fiery Rex Murphy, no relation. Rex Murphy, I he, like that name. He does kind of look like a dinosaur, though. Rex although Murphy. he could probably talk talk me under yes, a table. Yes, my name is Rex Murphy. But, uh, Inspiration to Ryan Murphy. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so you want me to play this? Is it worth it? Oh yeah, he he goes to town. <laughs> All right, cool. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, you are about to hear Rex Murphy on Jenny McCarthy. It's called Point of View. I begin with this proposition. When anyone listens to or seeks medical guidance from Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. I'm Rex McCarthy. No, sorry. He's Rex Murphy. (laughs) Rex McCarthy. (laughs) I kind of like Rex McCarthy more now. Sorry, Ryan. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Judging by his comments, I don't think he wants to be a McCarthy. Or any of her fellow neurosurgeons on The View, they've confessed to having the intellectual power of a dead tree stump and may (laughs) even be living in one. McCarthy's celebrity drivel on vaccination and that of the other healer, Alicia Silverstone, (laughs) star, you will recall, of the autobiographical Clueless, amount to (laughs) offering the world their deep cautions about vaccination and I can't modern they're still on this. In the last few days, two Republicans in the U.S. have opened another dim window on this so-called debate. McCarthy's had a much longer run. From the emergency room on The View, she has dropped such nuggets as, you ask any mother in the autism community if we'll take the flu or the measles over autism any freaking day of the week. 
only in a society protected by modern medicine and the technologies and pharmaceuticals that have stopped so many illnesses has the arrogance to reject what science, modernity, and medicine have done. It's also a tribute to certain cartoon stereotypes, the biggest and most relevant being the well-nourished idea that companies who make and sell drugs, big pharma, is the preferred shorthand for the activists, such as Robert Kennedy Jr., well, they're evil, really evil. Uh, okay. I like to juxtapose against that dim caricature with the often quoted remark, imagine a world without an anesthetics. The 20th century liberated a fair part of mankind. He keeps going. Previous- yeah, he's like, he, he keeps going. He has some good points later on. He talks about polio. He talks about like... Yeah, polio dis- sucks. Diseases long eradicated and how people like, alive today... crazy. Like, like, I was reading about polio not too long ago. But it, it's crazy, crazy uh, contagious. Well, yeah, and, and I, I had a sucks. neighbor. I had a neighbor whose little brother or something had polio and died. But th- this was a long time ago. That's and horrible. He makes a point in the video about how, uh, you know, people alive today remember seeing people affected by these diseases that have been eradicated by vaccines. And it's just really weird that... All it takes is a couple celebrities to find this crackpot theory and run with it to... uh, I'm actually surprised. I See, for some reason, I thought that McCarthy herself had gone quiet about this. I thought so, too, because they said, like, if you're going to be on The View, you got to stop talking about anti-vaxxing because you're you're bringing the whole show down. But she must have jumped back on it. She must have said something. Yeah, I don't... I mean, her opinion never changed. They just told her to stop Whatever, talking. Whatever, man. It. I don't care. It's, she has an opinion. Good for her. That opinion is based on faulty intel. And I feel like, in a way, I, I don't know if what she's doing is trying to save face. If, if, if And if that's the case, fuck, you are even worse person than I thought. <laughs> because if all of this is to save face, you're, you're getting a lot of people sick. And, uh, well, whatever. And that's know. the thing now, is if... If she were to say something, if she were to say I was wrong, uh, people, I I know of several people that would just be not, (laughs) wouldn't care at that point. It's kind of like the gluten thing. Yeah. The guy who conducted the original study of gluten, like, sensitivity Mm -hmm. is like, you know, it really isn't what you guys are making out to be. Like, I'm still going to see gluten-free on my packages. Stuff that never had gluten in it to begin with. Yeah. I have to say it. It's funny because I, uh, I have this snack food. Talking about gluten, I have a snack food. They're like crispy. They're like rice cakes, but they're small little, and they're like flavored uh, cheddar or whatever. You can get different flavors. And for the longest time, I just buy them, and then Ashley just went to the store to buy more, and she said, I couldn't find them, but I, got, I found gluten-free. And, and she's like, well, let me know if they taste any different. You look at the packaging, same ingredients, same uh, calorie information. You try one. It's like this tastes the exact same if not a little better and that could just be my mind. But like they're the exact same product. just says gluten-free on it because that's what people are sort of drawn to. Now I've known – I know people who are gluten-sensitive and when they – and they if they don't order a specific type of pizza crust, you're not going to see them for the rest of the night because they're in the bathroom. You know, it's terrible when you're when oh, you're gluten you sensitive. Like, this is not something that like a real gluten allergy. That's not something that you can avoid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just live with it. 
like you, it, it's something that you have to take drastic steps in your life in order to correct. Mm-hmm. Now, gluten sensitivity, so it's what it's called, is much much different. Like it, it's, it's ridiculous too. But anyway, yes, that's that's vaccinations, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Hopefully it goes away. Maybe uh, maybe when our kids are old enough to have kids, it won't be a conversation. Uh, well, I mean, Ethan, he's going to make his own choices, I'm sure. He is absolutely vaccinated, and that's how it is. So, <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, he could do something about it if he wants to. <laughs> maybe, maybe Jenny McCarthy wasn't vaccinated and it's just her. Oh, I'm sure she was. That's the funny part. Oh, okay. I'm sure she was. I, I don't know. I'll, uh, you know, full disclosure, don't know. But uh, I've got to think that her parents vaccinated her. Like, I don't, I'm having a hard time figuring out why they wouldn't. Like, none of the stuff that has caused the quote unquote controversy was around yet. So it was just a thing that you did. Right. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to – is this known thing we're talking about, sir? Not really. I find okay. that stuff is uh, – we, we've got a full show already. And I mean like, hey, know. you know, Canada's spy agency uh, looks at downloads that Canadians are doing. Well, it's not new. Like uh, these spy agencies – Like all of them? Uh, no, like tracks millions of downloads daily from specific sites. Like um, there, I don't know if the sites were mentioned, but nothing too crazy like – public information that you could get probably from YouTube. Uh, I don't know if they, that's not true. Shouldn't say anything. It doesn't actually say what the sites were, but some sites and using it, like they were sifting through. So you guys are getting on the whole, let's track everybody bandwagon. Yeah. And I mean, like, I mean, even if it wasn't in the news, I mean, would you, like, I, I don't know, like it's people look at your stuff. Like people look at what you're downloading and, I don't know if it should be if people should consider it news because they should just suspect that that's happening, right? Like, I well, sure, I. It's not the right way to look at it. I'm not. Well, I don't know, man. Like, I I kind of assume this is what I assume. I assume that if someone were to look at me specifically, they would be able to see the stuff I downloaded or not downloaded, sites I've seen, I've not seen, right? Mm. I'm sure that the cable company that I get my service for knows this. I also think that if they wanted to, the feds or whoever could submit a request to whoever and see about me specifically. That's what I think. Right. Um, maybe, it, maybe there's no middleman there. Maybe it's just the feds like that have unfettered access. I don't th- like from what I've read, that's straight up. Not the case. Like they don't have direct access. They don't have just an open door to look at Comcast, whoever. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that's possible. It, or at least I don't think that's happened yet. Yeah. Because I mean, if it were, I know people would get upset. Right. Yeah. Like getting information from the ISPs for, for download stuff. And I, and I think they, they can request that information, but they, I think the ISPs have to let you know. I don't know. I don't, you want, the, yeah. you want this information. Uh, you know what we should do is we should send this article to Tom to cover on DTNS and then he'll, He'll he'll give you probably, the smart right? version of what we're trying to do here, <laughs> and probably funnier. Well, you know what? I'm thinking of more of a generic issue, right? And that, and I, what I am curious about how, like, I know how it's treated in the states. 
I'm curious how it's treated in Canada because I, I my impression is what I've already said, right? Like I'm pretty sure the feds can get access if they want it, but they don't have an open door. No, I'm I, wondering if your own security agency has, you know, just a blank slate to look at whoever they want for whatever reason. I don't think so. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Like this country is, you know, it's, it prides itself on being free and all that fun business. So, you know, the article does say that in 2012, like they were uh, looking access to information on about 10 to 15 million uploads and downloads of files from free websites each day. And this is a leaked document, so you don't even know if it's true still. Oh, is or this was a Snowden thing? Yeah, it's, it's Snowden. It is yeah. okay. Yeah, and uh, you know, like CSE analyst was would joke that oh, we're overloaded with innocuous files such as episodes of the musical TV series Glee in the hunt for terrorists. Let me give you a piece of advice, people. <laughs> Don't watch Glee. That don't be that's a terrorist. Good advice. Yeah, <laughs> those are my two parting words on this episode. Don't watch Glee. Not that they're mutually ex- like they're not the same thing. You're not a terrorist because you watch Glee, but and I understand it's a hard habit to break. Disagree. <laughs> don't watch Glee. <laughs> don't be a terrorist. That's all I got to say. Sage words from the Canadian. <laughs> and you know what? If, if just. Just like being outside every day, like, you know, people are going to see you. People are going to see what you're up to. Uh, secrets, secrets, you, you're entitled to your privacy. That is, uh, you know, for sure you're entitled to your privacy. But, like, just don't do anything stupid. And then maybe you, the government won't, I don't know. It seems like I'm in favor of this, but I'm certainly not. I think the government should respect our privacy. But when it comes to catching terrorists, evidently this works, or else they probably wouldn't do it. I don't know. Maybe they just really want to see who's watching Glee and then deport them. I, I don't know. Ding, ding. Is that is that our cue to go? <laughs> We've hit our quota for upsetting Glee fans and terrorists and North Korea. <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Info at sleepingwiththeelephant.com is where you can find us. If you have a story that you want us to talk about, that's the place where you can send it to us. If there's something else that, you know, you want us, if there's something, you know, that we've already said that you want to talk about, feel free to t- feel free to tell us how wrong we were. Uh, another big thanks to Alpha Geek Radio for helping host our show. Uh, again, we love the feedback. We love reviews on iTunes. That would be very helpful for us. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what dr- it's the wind in our sails. It's the gas in our tank. Gah. Uh, my Twitter handle is PeaceWicker. Ryan's is R Murphy. Ryan, it's been a show. Yeah, good show. Glad to be back. We'll see you next week, folks. Mm-hmm.